0: Business first, if you're uh, in the greater Sacramento area or want to be in the greater Sacramento area on, oh, say, December 18th, we are holding a deadlift competition with our friends at Caffeine and Kilos. Uh, You can go to our website if you want to sign up. Do it soon, however, if you want to get the meat t-shirt, which is free with the price of uh, registration.
1: Yeah, you got till December 4th, uh,
0: if you want to be guaranteed a T-shirt. Yes. After that,
1: no guarantee for the T-shirt, but you can still enter the competition.
0: Yeah, thirdstreetbarbell.com, all spelled out. Um, We haven't done a and a in a while. I so. got a wild one to start it out. Ooh. I mean... I like me a, a wild one. This is bad
1: because the internet, right, there's sarcasm and there's... I think I told you on Twitch, there's a emotes, right? And so yeah, there's yeah. ones called Kappa, and so you know you're being sarcastic if someone throws that in there. Uh-huh. Uh, so you you know get the vibe, right? Um, but sometimes you don't know if people are trolling, yeah, or if they're joking or not joking. But this one says serious question, BTW, in some brackets at the end. So I'm gonna take it serious. Okay. Is it normal? And whenever you start a question with, is it normal?
0: The answer is no.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, because if it's normal, we all know. Yeah. Is is it normal uh, to get gray hair as you get older? Is yeah. it normal to be hungry if you haven't eaten in 12 hours? Right. Is it normal to get, you know, is it even normal to like not like the taste of coffee? Like, yeah, man, that's yeah. kind of normal. Like, right there, there's all these things, but the world knows because it's normal. Yeah. Is it normal to poop with blood? After heavy squats and deadlifts?
0: I feel like the answer to that is very clearly no. However, I was gonna go a however too. My however is uh, you need to check your o ring for blowouts. If you got if you have hemorrhoids, it's very possible. And if you're a little constipated, that's a possibility. Yeah. But if you're bleeding from your gut, not just the opening, not just the you know, anus, that's a Hell of a word, anus.
1: A bloody anus a b- isn't a good. A bloody
0: anus is not a good thing. They're not normal. Um, and even
1: my my and if was yeah. going to be hemorrhoids as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lifters, you
1: gain some weight, you lift yeah. heavy, you may get some hemorrhoids. I think yeah, yeah. Uh, Don't quote me. Maybe we could Google it. I, even is it normal, if we want to get precise here, would be uh, above average or average, right? So 50% or more. I think even hemorrhoids- are below 50 percent of folks oh I, they have to be pretty much no but i think it's pretty high i do think once you reach a certain it's kind of like the blown disc deal once you reach age 40 50 percent of folks are gonna have a disc issue yeah, I'm right gonna, I'm, I'm gonna
0: go ahead go incognito on this yeah. one yeah but I, I don't need but i'm pretty sure five thousand preparation age ads yeah
1: hemorrhoids are normal also you would say in a sense but um uh, if same thing either way dude If you don't have a wound from like a paper cut or a scrape, I'm going to a doctor for most bleeding. Um, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if if there's an impact on my body and I start bleeding from where that impact was so I can understand why I'm bleeding. Other than that, if you don't understand why you're (laughs) bleeding... You should probably if it comes out of an orifice, my oh, ear, yeah,
0: your uh, your
1: gums are bleeding. Maybe my nose. Maybe my nose. nose. I'm I'm backing off, but it depends how weird it is cuz yeah. I don't get a lot of bloody noses, yeah, you know? Yeah. So
0: if I start gushing blood from my nose,
1: probably going to raise a question that's not from an Instagram fitness coach.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Uh this is not the first time I've gotten this question in the lifting world.
1: So maybe it's more normal, maybe we're abnormal. Uh,
0: it, it's not the first. Well, I always answer this the, the same way: is you probably have hemorrhoids. But I don't think so. I don't. Th- if it, I had a is hemorrhoid, there, is there blood on the right. toilet paper, right. or is there blood in the bowl? I would never say.
1: And I'm not a hemorrhoid king. You know, I'm not a hemorrhoid doctor. But I'm never gonna say if I have a
0: hemorrhoid that I'm bleeding that my poop is bleeding. That's different, yeah. Right? Like yeah, that's no, a yeah. different description. Yeah, my um.
1: I wouldn't say if I got a bloody nose. I wouldn't say like my brain's dripping blood. No, you know what I mean, and yeah. that's kind of
0: yeah. So uh, without go to any, any doctor, dude. Yeah, without any fur, fur, further clarification, I would go to a doctor. Could go to a doctor anyway. If you're chronically constipated, you need to look at maybe you have irritable, irritable bowel syndrome or something like that. That's where I live. Um, you can try taking some fiber and see if that helps but don't don't wait forever if you're if you're bleeding into the bowl you need to get on the phone right now and get an appointment or you know if, if it's a lot you need to maybe go um, talk to a, an ER doc like like soon urgent care or something before like that before you're hearing this podcast yeah, before you yeah, yeah like i don't know when yesterday. you left this message yesterday yeah. but uh, yeah. Uh, if you're just if you're streaking on the toilet paper, it is more likely to be hemorrhoids than anything else. Hemorrhoids, one in twenty Americans, both men and women, all ages though considered in that. Uh, ab- about half of adults older than fifty. That's what I thought. have him.
1: Yeah, I just I always, in my head I have that stat close to like the disc ish. You know, everyone's like, degenerate you i a disc? I'm like, yeah, bitch, everyone. You know?
0: Uh, a, yeah, go get some psyllium, psyllium husk pills from um. Costco, they're cheap and they can entirely work. It uh, is coat your gut and to like silver line
1: this thing. You know, I'm I'm um, honored and I'm um,
0: I'm touched. I'm really touched <laughs> that flattered com- that you
1: feel comfortable.
0: Talk to me about your asshole. I yeah. think I think it's a
1: gentleman. I don't think you know, and I think
0: is this month maybe November was like mental health. November was mental men's mental health month.
1: So I like that a man feels comfortable with his body to express it, even though I guess men don't normally have issues expressing their bodies. They got yeah.
0: issues expressing their emotions. But either way, buddy, <clears throat> th- thanks for thanks for uh, calling in. Speaking of men expressing emotions, I was just reading this or just watching this um, uh, video that Jennifer Garner, the yep. you know f- former Mrs. Ben Affleck, uh, posted on her Instagram. And it was a, a barber in Jersey, and it was video of him with his with his clients. And you know how the barber asks you to like tilt your head, or whatever. It's like so he, he has them tilt their head up, and then he kisses them on the forehead. I'd probably slap my bar like. <laughs> like I get I they're like they're all they're all they're all pleased. They're yeah. all pleased. They're all like they all yeah. all laugh a little bit and I mean a little surprised but pleased. I'd be very surprised. I some, some of them And jersey you would think? Yeah, some of them turned their frowns upside down. Yeah, you, you would think
1: down. you think you're going to get shot. <laughs> East Coast love.
0: I don't know though. I don't, I don't know though. I don't know. I, don't, I mean I'm not would,
1: very touchy is my issue.
0: I'm not I I would be uncomfortable with it but at the same time I like it's better than I, they, being an asshole. Yeah, there's good sure. intent. I'm sure. I, almost anything's better than being an asshole. Sure.
1: Um, this is a question we get every single year. Um, and we'll probably attack it two ways, or at least in my head, it comes off two ways. Uh, is it okay to skip the gym if you're feeling sick? Yes. So I would say, in terms of pure gains in the gym, you going to the gym three days a week for 10 years is going to be much more important than the one workout that you miss pushing yourself every single day, going often. Even if even if your workouts are half-assed, but you're doing them all the time for years, you're going to be way better off. Um, two, your sickness, your body's obviously fighting off something. You'd be better off fully resting up, which I'm not a doctor again, but let's say the cold or whatever takes you three days to get better and then going to the gym when you feel better rather than trying to fight through it with the stress you're adding to your body, and then you're sick ish for five days, right? Yeah, and so, then
0: let alone just being nice. Somebody that That's I follow on, on Instagram who follows me, oh, I'm I'm not going to name here, but like, post a couple of weeks ago with, yeah, um, sick, um, uh, had to pull 800, uh, then went to the hospital with, and and was admitted with double pneumonia. Knew I was going to get admitted. It's like, hold on, wait, what? Yeah. Like, are you aware where where we are in in time right now? This timeline, the worst timeline, uh, includes uh, people getting sick and dying all around us from respiratory illnesses. Like, what? Yeah, what are you doing? What, yeah, are, what are you do- doing? What are you thinking about?
1: Um, we're digging in. Uh, what do you think was most important advice or information you got to address and improve mental health and well-being? Also, do you think... I don't know what this one is. Dude, that's wild. I don't know what's going on. Also, how do you think the eighth of April, twenty sixteen, video on deadlift comparisons oh, stand up today?
0: Did you do a video in April?
1: I mean, I'm sure I did. <laughs> I'm sure I did a video in April six in April twenty sixteen. But do I remember what the fuck that video is? No. That uh, and stand up to what? I have no idea what you're talking
0: about, dude. But we'll just tackle the middle part. Stand up with your deadlift.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, what do you think was the most important advice or information you
0: ever got to address and improve mental health or well-being? Um that's a good question. I don't know. The the uh I mean, obviously go see a therapist, but I I think that maybe the the best thing I ever heard my therapist say was you're a good person and don't let anybody tell you any different than that you know that that was like a that was the most impactful thing that i've that i've heard regarding my own mental health to be honest yeah uh, because people will try to make you feel like like you're the problem and you're a piece of shit and whatever whatever and i certainly dealt with that you know well, before that's the, that's the meme like uh i go to therapy to deal
1: with people that don't go to therapy
0: Uh that's a good one yeah, yeah that's a yeah. very
1: good point Yeah. I have no one advice by any means. Um, I always recommend talking to someone, whether it is a close friend, family member, therapist, if, uh, applicable to you. Um, and then the biggest thing with therapy, I would say is that, um, there isn't answers. There's not going to be one advice. And then like, same thing, we're getting to another question about like business or lifting. What's one advice, what's business, one advice, like there is no one advice. If it was that simple, Everyone, that's the secret right everyone, yeah everyone would if there was one advice that fixed mental health, there wouldn't be such thing as mental illness We'd like, be on it, yeah, it would be so easy, um, but with therapy, uh, I think the biggest thing is that that it's about learning and about kind of growing and exploring rather than trying to get an answer. Um, and, and I would say similar for like a regular doctor, right? But except the regular doctor is doing that work for you. Like they're, they're looking at all these symptoms and kind of saying, oh, okay, it looks like a virus, not a cold or whatever, whatever. Right, right. Therapy is like you exploring that with your therapist because humans are – mental is even more complicated than our bodies, which is already complicated, so you can't pinpoint it. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of a, a, a exploration of sorts that you can learn a lot rather than don't go to a therapist, even, even for a couple months. Just expect an answer or a fix. You can't mm-hmm. just put a band aid on any of it.
0: I will say too that a part of part of you're a good person was um, being able to 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 recognize that things, boundaries that I wanted to draw, things that I wanted to to say, ways I wanted things to be, were not bad things, and they were and I'm not was not a bad person for bringing them up. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, more lifty. Uh, is the overhead press
1: overrated or underrated?
0: Uh, for me, it was always overrated because I suck at it and it always hurts my shoulders. You know, m- most of the overhead pressing I've done has really not been overhead. It's been like incline, yeah, dumbbells you know? or something. Uh, and, or and barbells too. I've I've passed out doing incline dumbbell um barbell presses. Before, yeah it doesn't so. feel good. No, uh uh-uh. it's just it's just kinda not my thing. I would say uh for power lifters, overhead
1: press is probably overrated. Um I don't think the OHP Shoulder, shoulder strength is one thing and, and would never hurt having too strong a shoulders to be a good bench presser. But the idea that your overhead is going to directly affect your bench, I think, is highly overrated. But I would say for the majority of folks, um, a standing overhead press of some nature barbell or even dumbbell, I like a standing dumbbell a lot, or even like a, a seated legs out deal um, is probably underrated for the majority of people. Yeah. Um, it's like fine to build delts, obviously, but it's just a great overall pressing movement.
0: Why is I'm trying to see what this this on the gram. April um uh video is, but it's 30 seconds long, and so and it and it's nothing. April 2016. 16. Oh, yeah, that's Jesus. what I'm
1: saying. Yeah, I probably put out a video a day that month. Uh, yeah, I would. Just, I wouldn't even do it. A that's a that's a rough go. Who knows? Um, what is the biggest piece of advice you
0: would give to someone who wants to open a gym? Don't. Oh, I mean, I'm and I'm saying that right now because because it's more challenging right now. Um, And if I think if you're you're in a position where it's going to be, you know, 100 percent of what you do and your livelihood, it's it's super challenging right now. Um, If you have the ability to do other uh, things that are related, like, you know, personal training or online training. Coaching or something like that along with it, then maybe that would be fine. I just wouldn't straight up open a gym right now. I, because I, I know that people have not come rushing back to gyms where yeah. we are. Well, I, I don't mean, think
1: they've it, rushed back to anything. Some of the, uh, like November e com and in-store and in-person uh, numbers came back and stuff, and all purchasing, consumer purchasing's down. Yeah.
0: Some of that has to do with supply chain stuff, and some of it has to do with just uh, an uncertainty. In the economy now, I can say this, and and anybody that's on the on the edge asking this question, like whether they should on the bubble whether it, should go one way or the other. I don't think that what I'm saying is actually going to make any difference one way or the other. If you've made up your mind to do it, you'll do it. If you're on the bubble, you'll probably still do it. I I, I just right now wouldn't do it. Um, in six months, it might be a great time to do it, or eight months, or a year. You know. Um, we did what we did because we were you know the the train was moving already by yeah. the time this happened and you know it's thinner than i wanted it to be we're off projections by a lot but uh i think it'll come around still but i know what it costs us in terms of money and just emotionally in ter- in terms of uh things not being exactly where we 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 wanted them to be due to factors out of our control
1: yeah, uh, to me, at least on your uh, on your topic, I, I think any business opening um, is difficult. Uh, there's tons of ups and downs. Yeah, uh, obviously COVID and things make it harder for certain businesses, um, but I think it's just always going to be the case. No, yeah. no one's ever, unless you have like a, a, a tenure in in an industry, maybe things go a little less complicated. But even for us, things are much less complicated than if we had never. Been in the industry, you know what I mean. Right. Like we we forpassed many, many uh, obstacles just by our past knowledge and experiences. So I think for me, everything's difficult. It's probably not the best time in history to open it, any business. Um, but my biggest advice is, and this goes for kind of anything, but especially uh, business, is um, be super strict and be super clear in your vision. Um, be super strong. Uh, and super consistent in your execution and be flexible in your adjustments along the way um, and that's something i think we've done a decent job with we we had a really big vision going into things uh we we because of our experience we answered questions before they happened which is part of just knowing what may or may not happen right but we've also been able to make adjustments that weren't in our plan um and some are good some are bad some are whatever some are to be determined. Uh, but I think that's going to be huge for, for any business, anything you, you end up doing, is, is having a vision, being able to execute on that vision, um, and then being able to be flexible enough to try to make adjustments along the way when things don't always work.
0: Yep. That's that's the case. That's any business. Um, that I think that gyms are notoriously break-even businesses unless you have something extra.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I I don't know like that much because every business owner I've ever talked to in any industry always says don't open and what they do, but they got to be lying. Like some of them got to be making money, right? Like you <laughs> talk to com- any restaurant owner and they're like, yeah. don't open, no, you don't want to do food, right? Right. And you talk to any gym owner, like you don't want to do gyms. Like, well, then what the fuck business do I want to do, right?
0: Like clothing right. isn't.
1: Run, right. I don't want to open a Macy's.
0: No way, that's fucking easy. You know, yeah. like
1: I don't know what business you want yeah. me to do then. Like,
0: I, and I'm not saying never do it. I'm not. I'm just saying that 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 doing it right now is very challenging. And and a lot of people are not thinking deeply enough about all of the the issues. I can say that because like we, I thought we did a pretty good job of of. Uh, of trying to project what was going to happen, and yeah. just fact factors out of our control. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But but just any like, there's got to be money in some of this shit, and people are still always not against. It. I don't know. I don't understand. Um, uh, similar lines, but maybe this will pop up a different uh, question for you in your or answer in your head. Uh, what would you tell your younger self in terms of career, relationships, mental health, and goals? Uh, do you plan on opening more gym locations in the future?
0: Um, boy. See, you know, that's really hard because uh, the temptation is to say, you know, avoid particular people in particular situations. Uh, but anytime you say that, though, you're you're immediately saying you're not going to end up in the same place that you are now. Right. And you have no idea... You know, what kind of condition you'd be in if you didn't do the things that and didn't have the experiences that you had.
1: Yeah, it sounds a little cliche, you know, <clears throat> life coaching stuff, but like where you only got to this point in your exact life where I'm saying these exact words and you're listening to these exact words because of every step along the way we
0: already took. Right, right. And I mean uh, stand up for yourself sooner, but like in in reality, things would have changed sooner had that happened. So like and you don't end up in exactly the same place either. I I I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe, um, I don't know. I I like I could have had a different, entirely different career if I was talking to the to the much younger version of myself. But I don't know where that would where that would be. Right. And like, would it be better? Would yeah, it not be? Right. I mean, time has a way. Or, or 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 I don't believe in fate exactly, but time has a way of like if you went back in time to try to fix something, likely things would end up roughly the same, but just for different reasons.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if I believe in fate either. I think sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't.
0: Obviously, no one knows. No one knows, but I, <laughs> I, I'm not a, a big believer in, in fate. I, I think because things that we ascribe to fate, we're always looking backwards at them. It's always a retrospective. Sure, there, so. sure. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know. Uh, Because I'm the same thing, like... I talked about it on uh, when Bart and Gio had me on their new podcast, like uh, regrets and like things I would have done or shouldn't have done. I don't really like to play that game either. And I'm not also the guy that's just like, I regret nothing. Like I don't know about all that either. But um, I think for me, and I've talked about it in our other business podcasts, like Mm -hmm. where I have this weird uh, um, courage with business or, Mm -hmm. or stupidity where my dad was like fairly frugal and pretty good with money And so I I think I'm decent with money. Like, I'm not reckless. But he also, when things go, he's like, like money's made to be spent. You know, like, you can't just, like, just sit on it and expect, like, to make more money or to not have fun in life. Like, why are you just sitting on these fake numbers on your phone? You know, like, Mm -hmm. do something with it. So, like, business-wise, I've kind of believed in myself and the people I surround myself with and had that courage. Other aspects of my life, I haven't always had that courage. Um, Like, college basketball was, like, an ego Non, I was like confident in myself, but deep down I wasn't to like really put myself out there to to allow myself to succeed. Friendships, relationships, like being vulnerable, uh, a lot of stuff I talk with Barton Gio on and off podcasts or like ar- around those topics. And so for me, I think uh, now that I'm getting a little bit older, trying to be as courageous or like shoot your shot in all aspects of my life as much as I have maybe been reckless or not reckless but not triple not not once questioned myself in business Mm -hmm. just because i i do believe in like the the no like failure thing you know like yeah man like i (laughs) like you could call mama's boys my other podcast a Mm -hmm. failure because like we stopped after a year we lost a shit ton of money but like the audience loved it people still asked for it Mm -hmm. we had a good time then is it like a failure you know what I mean? Then, then you and I figured out how to budget this one better or whatever, you know, like you always do kind of learn something and I just hate it because it's so cliche. That's what people say. Um, but I would say things of that nature are probably my, be a little bit more courageous, shoot your shot in business, shoot your shot in friends, shoot your shot in relationships, shoot your shot in real estate. If you want to like learn those things or do those things, like go learn and do those things. Like why, why be scared? Like you're literally, there's so much information, so much opportunity in this world.
0: Uh, I guess maybe one thing that if I went back to when I moved into Sacramento, if I would somehow pulled money out of the air or talked my father-in-law into spending money on, on commercial real estate rather than putting his money in Swiss bank accounts or whatever, yeah. uh, bought commercial real estate in downtown Sacramento, I would have I done that. That's, yeah. That would have been a good thing to do. And, uh, and
1: probably a good thing to do kind of anywhere. Yeah. You know, like real estate's just kind of a always a decent bet. Uh, a little more fitnessy. Uh, what diet do you recommend for putting on size? Um, and as much as I believe uh, we've like advanced in like fitness and because we've talked about the same things for eight years and tried to spread good information, there's still always people out there that are ruining people's minds <laughs> i was on tiktok and i am scrolling around well, that was your first mistake i know but you know like because you because back in the day though too you'd say that about youtube right 2011 you're like what am i gonna learn from yeah, youtube yeah, yeah, you yeah. got some jerk off there but like little do we know there's fucking dr eric helms putting out <laughs> college worthy information there right, right like there's right. always there's always good opportunity along with the bad so i'm scrolling and this dude's shirt first off says kale is bullshit i'm like all right here we go buddy <laughs> and then and then he's in the grocery store and uh I, how i talk shit sucks because i also argue the other side and that's how my mind just works so like i'm always anti following the advice of the biggest guy in the room yeah yeah but this guy looks like shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow. you know so like i also don't want to listen to this guy either So this guy looks like shit, he's wearing a shitty white t-shirt that says Kale is bullshit and he's shaking around fucking, uh, what's the, not Kellogg's, who's the guy, like the, the colonial looking guy on the oatmeal? What company oh, is that? Uh, um, Quaker Oats? Quaker. He's fucking shaking this fucking Quaker <laughs> around. It says that oats are stealing all my vinyl, minerals and vitamins and that you should never eat oatmeal because obviously plants in this world, seeds, were not made for us to be eaten. And when we eat them, it steals all of our nutrients. And that's also why kale is bullshit. I'm like, all right, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm
0: in pain just listening to this. <laughs> yeah,
1: why you are screaming at me in fucking... Whole Foods, but point is, this motherfucker has hundreds of thousands of followers spreading misinformation, mm-hmm. and so then I am more empathetic to someone asking me what diet is best for gaining weight, um, because diet is what you eat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like there is no diet. Don't if your diet has. Someone said this a lot long time ago. I don't know, it might have been Lane or somebody. Like if your diet has a name, you don't need it. Like that. Yeah. Your diet shouldn't have a name or like a cult or like a certain book section. <laughs> Uh yeah. to gain weight, to gain muscle, we're going to have to eat in a calorie surplus, which means that we need to eat more calories in a day than our body uh, expends. Yeah. Uh, and how do you do that? Well, we can aim with some bumpers. You can't get that as precise as we want because- Every little factor comes into it, how much we move, how much muscle we have, how much we slept, our stress, even like humidity and how much we're breathing or not breathing, all these things come into play. And so what we want to do is just try to dial down a little mini science experiment on ourselves, control the variables we can, and get as close as we can to figuring out what that number is. Best way to do that, weigh yourself every other day in the morning, the exact same time, wearing the exact same things, write it down. Then we're going to start to track and weigh our food every single day because there's another question in here on how do you begin to track.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You weigh uh, and measure everything you eat in a day and track it. There's a million apps, Pal is free. You could start somewhere like that. And then you're going to take the average of your body weight at the end of the week and the average of the calories you ate at the end of the week. If you gained weight, you're on the right path. If you didn't gain weight, try to eat more calories coming up. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Um Adding maybe 200 calories a, a, a week if you're not gaining weight is probably a decent place to start. Um, you can call it a reverse diet. and call it whatever you want. Uh, but that's probably where I would start with gaining weight. Which and has I, never been an issue yeah, for it's never me. Been,
0: it never been that big of an issue for me. <laughs> well, actually, it kind of was at, at various points. It's been it's been harder. My weight is weird. Um, if, uh, if people are finding that eating actual like healthy stuff is is not causing them to gain additional weight sometimes you have to dip into the not so healthy stuff for a while to kind of kick things off i don't know there probably there are a lot of of skinny people who need to hit the excess a little harder because they're they're just they're background burn, as I would call it. They're neat is what most other people call it. It's, it's uh, very high. Yeah. And or so, they just don't
1: use as much as they think. Yeah. You hang out with some kind of skinny people for like a week, you know, like on a trip or something, you're like, damn, that dude didn't finish any meal.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So all that kind of adds up. Yeah. People don't, don't pay attention to that kind of stuff either. We've had a, a question come in on the um, on the stream. Yep. Many people that have been fit and strong, this is... um. I'm going to say Barry Bow, but that's B-A-R-R-E, Bo. Uh Many people have that have been fit and strong have problems starting to work out again because you remember the weights you used to lift. Yeah. What's a, some tip to get over that?
1: That's a similar question I had. Someone gave their numbers, said, like, I, squat, I used to squat 500 pounds. Yeah, I just started squatting again. It's 125. What do I do? <laughs> Bench days today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And truth is, I don't have a lot of like mental advice for that, other than like it will come back faster than you think. Yeah. Um, and then two is like I've I've done a decent job, and maybe it's because I'm a fake powerlifter and everyone hates me for that. But like I've just never tied my identity to my strength that much. Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously, I would love to be able to just rip 700 pounds off the ground every single week. Like that would be cool. But like yeah. I've, my ego's never like taken a shot. You know, like yesterday I did 500 for three reps. Like that's. Furthest from a PR ever, um, but I like to train and I like to work. So I guess the mental aspect would be like choose a strict goal again, make it, make it, make it real. You know, if you used to squat five hundred like my, my my dude, and now you're squatting one twenty five, like all right, give yourself three months and try to squat three sixty five, right. That is such a gigantic fall off,
0: though. I wonder. Yeah, who knows? Like, I mean, it's
1: coordination. I, I, like, in, who knows? He maybe didn't max out. He didn't give details. Yeah,
0: I don't. I mean, yeah, one twenty five isn't even a bar weight that right. we, we normally encounter. Right. So I, I tend to think that one's made up. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could it, have been an exaggeration to get. It, the point it doesn't really take that long to get you know eighty, even maybe ninety percent of your strength back. Yeah. In the same way that it doesn't take very long to get. um your cardio conditioning back either. It's it's literally for most people yeah. just a few weeks before you, you start to see significant improvements in, in your cardio fitness. Hundred percent it It's just the doing it. And the thing that, you know, like if you're if you're doing the thing you did before for cardio, then that'll come back fast. If you're going to do something entirely different, like sure. if you if marathon you, to sprinter, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Or, if, or if what you did before was you know you you walked on the treadmill in an incline, and now you're going to swim. Right, that's a totally different thing. There's a coordination element. Right. That's it's all it's all different. Cardio is weirdly specific. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, and lifting can be too, right? If you're squatting and all of a sudden you're trying to do right. strongman or weightlifting. Um, right. In terms of like actual lifting advice, um, I'd actually recommend. And I don't know what's popular, what most people recommend or what most people do, but in the circles that I used to run with or have heard, when people are coming back, I actually think that they do things wrong. Uh, People go, stupid light. Um, and they start to just do like sets of 10 or 20 right. on all these things. And and I would actually argue the opposite. I would do lower repetitions, anywhere from ones to fives. Um, I would keep it in the RPE 7, 8, even 9 range because just because your strength is gone, it's also like a drug versus not drug mm-hmm. thing. Um, when you have a bunch of steroids running through you, your strength like in your muscles is still there, but your tendons and stuff can't keep up. So if you're you know the old adamant of like doing higher reps makes more sense so mm-hmm. you can catch everything up rather than if you come in and pull a one rep max yeah know. if you come in and pull up a one rep max and you're juiced to your gills yeah you might rip something yeah. get injured but if you're not and you're healthy um you're not going to rip anything like you'll you'll be fine just maxing out in the gym like is if you warm up properly yeah, the chances are so low so i would actually Tend to work up to a decent single in all my lists, work on the strength, work on the coordination, RPE seven, eight, maybe even nine, and then some back offs. And the other thing is, I wouldn't pump volume right away. Um, I would save that for when you do quote unquote plateau or you need somewhere to go. If you come in and you're just doing five sets of five all week, every week, what happens when you do heat that 365 squat? And then now what? You're going to do 10 sets of five, 15 yeah, sets of right. five? like So I hit a, I a, a decent single. I'll hit a couple sets of, of, of three, a couple sets of five, multiple times a week. I'm also obviously a little bit more of a fan of higher frequency um, than some old school cats, but squatting, benching two to four times a week deadlifting once or twice a week you can get that groove in uh same thing with conditioning if you're if you want to get back in condition you're walking once a week mm-hmm. not gonna happen but you walk a little bit every day you jog a little bit every day or every other day you want to be a swimmer you're swimming once a week probably take you a year to get in shape but if exactly. you if you swim three times a week every other day et cetera et cetera you'll be fine um and then and then yeah I think setting goals and and realizing like why why you're actually doing this and I know that's a little deeper than maybe some people take their lifting but like you enjoy it if you don't enjoy it and you're just trying to get 600 pound deadlift to get a 600 pound deadlift like go try something new bro <laughs> like go, yeah. go, go fucking play frisbee golf for all like you know like just find a new activity something like find a way to enjoy this thing i think everyone takes and it's hard not to in our society but like take yourself a little too serious you can end up taking your hobbies too serious mm-hmm. even your health too serious like no man what's optimal for my health like eh, you know mix in a little bit of stuff it won't won't hurt you enjoy it
0: i uh encountered a question. Um earlier this week I was listening to um, our friends at Massonomics on their podcast they did a and a this week as well steal it dude stealing content I'm gonna steal content <laughs> right now and actually somebody asked the question about the difference between yams and sweet potatoes and I, I I love the guys but they totally muffed this question so a yam isn't an item right it's a dish am I right no fuck <laughs> Yams and sweet potatoes are different things. What's confusing is that in in the United States, under USDA, uh, sweet potatoes have to carry the word yam with them as well, for some stupid reason. But sweet potatoes are indigenous to North America. Are yams Yams, Irish? No. Fuck them Irish, dude. I only eat sweet potatoes. Yams come from like Africa and the Caribbean, and and there's a whole cultural thing around yams, Yams are brown on the outside and they they're not red on the inside. Sweet potatoes are red on the inside and red on the outside for the most part. Some What's are the purple, dish? Some are lighter, like but,
1: fucking brown sugar and all that shit.
0: Um, like some a Thanksgiving deal. Some scary casserole with yeah. with with uh yeah. can, candied yams. That's
1: a candied yam. Candied yams. Yeah. See, I think yeah, I don't know. Maybe my household just called them yams, so I thought that yam was a dish. I don't even like that shit, to be honest. You know what's a fat move? I think shout out Alberto Nunez. <laughs> I think this is his fat move. I think that fool will do a yam or sweet potato. Don't really know. Cut that thing open and throw a Reese's in there.
0: Oh, no. Yeah,
1: and mix it up all the <laughs> Oh, no. Uh,
0: I like the idea. I've never tried it. Uh, something that I will absolutely do is uh, take pumpkin pie spice. Okay. And throw it on into a yam. It on a yam, yeah, that makes I mean, sense. on a sweet potato, yeah, part. yeah, sweet potato. Do they taste that different? A yam and a sweet potato? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Huh. they're they're similar, but they do taste different. Uh, sweet potatoes are sweeter.
1: Yeah, even a potato is kind of underrated. I feel like just like a, a fucking, potato can be really good. Well, even just even a basic. Maybe I'm a basic bitch. You just throw that thing in the microwave. Like it's yeah. not that bad. You throw a little butter on there. Like it's kind of yeah. good. And I just never eat it.
0: I, I may append this this recipe to this uh, to this uh, um, show description, but we have a recipe at home. It's called New Delhi potatoes. Yeah, it's literally you know potatoes diced up and spices, and it tastes super Indian. And you make it in the microwave, and it's done in like ten minutes. It's yeah, microwave amazing. Moves. We should do a microwave cookbook. We we should we yeah. should do a, a meathead microwave cookbook. Yeah. And that word meathead, though, um, a massive, leaves a bad taste in
1: Massive but. microwave cookbook. Yeah, Meals.
0: Yeah, meathead with anything else makes me uh, a little... There's angry. a barbecue spot. There's a couple
1: in SAC that are decent, and I'm not going to tarnish any names here, <laughs> just in case we make friends later. One of them, I think, is overrated and a little more expensive than the others, but uh, they have like a... I don't even know if it's twice... My mom makes a ripping twice-baked potato, too. Oh, yeah. Twice-bakes are so good. I, I guess they would call it a stuffed potato. I don't oh, even know what this place calls it. Full-dressed, maybe? Yeah, maybe, but they're throwing brisket oh, and cheese. Like, and it's really good. It's fucking probably
0: $35 or something <laughs> stupid, but it's good. Bring on the $35 potato. Yeah, I can do potatoes.
1: I, I just don't eat that potatoes like that, I feel like, even though I probably should. They're <sighs> they, super
0: filling. Yeah.
1: You know? You can kind of dress them up to be quote-unquote unhealthy, dress them down to be healthy-ish. Yeah. A little spray butter, a little salt. Fun. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Yeah? yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of expensive foods, um, my um, my son is here running the video board for us. My daughter-in-law is sitting here as well. Uh, they brought over the other day a bottle of uh, 41-year-old bourbon. It's an Elijah Craig, 18-year-old vi- uh elijah craig that was bottled 41 years ago so the name of the maker name of the company yeah, all yeah, of it? it's very famous bourbon maker um and if you ever this is about between a three and five hundred dollar bottle of um yeah of of liquor that uh, my daughter-in-law's uh, dad uh, he collects but doesn't drink and he just happened to give them this and they were thankfully not precious about it, and said, let's open and see what this tastes like. And if you were wondering if very expensive bourbon yeah, worth tastes it? better, the answer is yes.
1: I think most things are.
0: Like, if you if you like the thing. like You'll if You like the more expensive one? Yeah.
1: Like, if you don't like cars and you get a, like a Porsche 911, you're going to be yeah. like, this is uncomfortable. Like, you know, like, there's no AC seats. There's no yeah. fucking, like, this car sucks. But if you like cars and you've driven a 911, you're like, this thing's fucking sick. Yeah, you can at least
0: appreciate it on that level. Yeah, yeah. no,
1: yeah, you cannot want to own one because you have kids or you, 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 whatever. You don't want to sit that low to the ground. garage. Yeah, or... all that I, I understand it. Yeah, uh, the applicableness of whatever, but because I've seen and it was like it was on con- it was like a YouTube video. So maybe it was like half hammed up, but the guy got in the 911s like this thing's so uncomfortable, you know, blah 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 blah. I'm like, dude, you just don't like cars. Yeah, like it... driving a nine eleven is fucking sick. <laughs> like, there's no, <laughs> right. it's fun as shit. Like you can haul ass, like you, you go you go sixty and turn ninety degrees. Like you can't do that in most cars. Like it's fucking sick. Yeah, and and so if you don't like cars, that's absolutely fine. So if you don't like bourbon, right, you're not,
0: It's not going to do it for you. I get although it. it. might because if the thing that you're bothered by with liquor is like that- like alcohol yes. You know. Yeah, True. it's yeah. That's all, all mellowed out. True, all and even even
1: like coffee's kind of like that. Like people say they don't like coffee, but if you're drinking like burnt ass shit coffee, yeah, if you don't like burnt water, like yeah, I understand that. But if you go like a light roast or a nice, you know, like it has like some flavor to it, I understand. But I do think most things, nice shit is nice shit for a reason. No,
0: I agree 100.: Not always. Yeah, but most not, of not time. always.. because yeah. people fuck it up and take advantage. My, yeah, my theory about, about uh, nice, expensive shit is that it's often created so that people who have too much money have something to buy.: Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and it's and like, oh, well, I'll take a this, but right. it's got to be this version of it. Right.: this. I think there's very few people that
1: make dope shit that do it just to scam. If yeah. you're if you're the bourbon guy and you're selling your bottle for five hundred, that's because you fucking love bourbon yourself, and you spent thirty years to make sick bourbon. Yeah, it's not because like oh I'm gonna pull a quick one on Jim here and he's gonna be drinking <laughs> trash water, you know, for five hundred dollars. Like right. most guys that get to the level of making or whoever makes a fucking Rolex, like that guy loves watches and loves little fucking engineering shit, you know. Yeah, like he made that for a reason. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I I read a meme yesterday, and I don't I hope this is true about Eminem. Yeah, the rapper, the rapper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the um, kind of beginning of the height of his of his ascendancy in the in the rap world, uh, called his business manager and said, "Can I afford a Rolex?" And his and his business manager said, "You mean the company?" <laughs> yeah, I think I've heard this story. You mean the company? And he's like, his first album, like yeah. fucking went
1: platinum. I'm like, dude's it, probably it, already it, worth it, fifty mil.
0: Yeah, and at the time, the, obviously the music industry was was configured a little differently yeah. than it is now so it was possible to make more money yeah. at, at the very beginning but just had no concept of of how much money he had and like and in that interview he's wearing a g-shock he's not wearing a roll yeah yeah but. chilling yeah even uh talk about music there's a a, a
1: a hip-hop artist named bryson tiller out there and he's streaming on twitch so i i don't know what popped in my head i was like i'm gonna look up this dude's fucking uh Net worth. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's big. He's not as big as Eminem. Like, even when Eminem started, like, he was so controversial. He's mm-hmm. playing on, like, rock stations and rap stations. Like, he was kind of a hit from the rip, you know? So he yeah. probably not only was the industry different, but he was more popular than the guy I'm talking about. Yeah. But I look at and I saw... But Bryson Taylor's big. Like He's kicking it with Drake and doing big mm-hmm. songs. They said he's worth $2 million.
0: Is that That's all.
1: That's sad, right? Yeah. Like, and who knows how accurate that is? But that's probably because of Spotify and shit, which made me kind of sad. Because I'm like, dude, this dude's like... I'm I'm not like his number one fan. Uh, I think his music's fine. It's mm-hmm. not like my guy, but I'm like, dude, this guy's on big tracks. Like he's a big name, and he's like, and not that two million something just to giggle at, but like, in the '90s, that dude's probably worth thirty
0: million. Probably yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, that sucks. We have a follow up question from our uh, from our live stream uh, viewer. Thanks for the answer about uh, diet. Uh how do you think meal replacement drinks are? I mean the good ones that say they have they are real meals but mixed and so on like brand Huel. I don't know about any brands. Um I don't know any brands
1: either. Typically uh a, a meal replacement I think is probably going to be overpriced. Um if you want to buy a protein drink uh, or protein powder a dollar per protein is pretty decent and then you can fix it up yourself if you need more calories throw a banana in there throw whole milk throw Mm -hmm. uh, a peanut butter etc ice cream if you're really trying to get some calories in there etc etc i'd probably go that route um and maybe maybe the industry's changed a little bit i literally just don't pay attention to supplements anymore but for a while um like dollar per calorie and all these things like um meal replacements just didn't really make sense they're just added random sugar in there for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that the the ready-to-drink ones travel okay. And yeah, if convenience, you, if you're, sure. Yeah, but other than that. And they don't usually taste terrible. Yeah. And they're usually okay in terms of, of, of macros, except, like you said, a little more on the carbohydrate yeah. and sugar than they really should be. So much just depends on how busy you are, how much money yeah. you have, how
1: much money you want to spend on these things. Yeah, because there's a lot of guys that would rather just cook some steak, throw it on rice, and throw it on a little tray to go too. Like, right. like that's convenient as well if if you're a prepper, you know. Right, personal
0: personal preference. Um, uh, I saw that we had a uh, question from our friend Jacob Ross.
1: Yeah. Do you have it? You want to hunt it?
0: Um, well, I just know the gist of it. The gist of it is, like, what have we learned in the, in the time that we've been doing this show yep. that we didn't know? Yeah, what topic have you uh, learned most about compared to what you knew before? Um, That's a really good question.
1: I don't know how to, like, answer this, though, without, like, sounding stupid pretentious. <laughs> Not that I haven't learned anything, but a lot of things uh, are topics that we could explain but our guests explain better and that's Uh why we have a guest on. Uh, Our guest is more like book smart in that thing so they Mm -hmm. can explain it deeper. Um, Or then like three, a lot of things are like topics that are just confirming that I'm right or I know what I'm talking yeah,
0: about. Yeah, I was going to say confirming. Yeah, yeah, A lot of yeah. it was just very, very confirming. I don't know that there was anything that was like, ooh, other than I think maybe the one thing that I have, actually, I'm going to say two, two things that I have have uh, gained over the course of, of the 150-something episodes we've done of this show Uh one of them would be that the mental health thing just hits everybody. Yeah. And and everybody could talk about it, not everybody does. That's yeah. that's the thing. Like there's it there's always something. Yeah. There's always something for everybody. Uh and the other one is just how connected everything is. Like if you go back and look through list just just talking about the media reviews that we did this year. If you go back and look at them you would think just based on the titles and the the given subjects is that they're all many of them are very different, even though they're sort of fitness related. But there are so many connections yeah, yeah. among them, either either topically or actual people or or whatever. It's it's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would probably, I guess, say the same. The mental health stuff or the sports psych we had on. Yeah. Although some of it was like confirming, none of it was like, oh my god, I never even imagined that. Uh, like no info like that. But. um, I wouldn't.
0: Honestly, I wouldn't hate having a mental health professional on once a month. Yeah, um, yeah. And and it and we we do talk about mental health topics, typically about once a month. But having a mental health professional on once a month wouldn't suck. It just has been more challenging during yeah. this time.
1: Yeah, we might be able to find a, a local one, which would be cool too, and even drag them in here. and We'll think. I'll think on it yeah I agree I, and, and I think it's becoming more aware because like different generations yeah. everyone's attention spans getting fucked up from TikTok and Instagram obviously COVID and everyone feeling isolated even just the world you know some people's like first reality that like maybe the government isn't perfect you know like yeah. they're just little things like everyone's uh, A mini awakening, I feel like, has kind of happened through Mm -hmm. the last like three years, and so like, and for some it's more drastic, and for others it's not as drastic. But everyone's been affected somehow over the last three years. Like, wow, life's a little different right now, you know. So like, that alone makes mental health, um, and and it's just becoming more socially acceptable, right, to talk about those things. Yeah, view how you view it.
0: Yeah, it's, um, I think that that those of us who put out content, um. Tend to always be selling the nobody ever talks about this, but yeah. I don't think that's really true anymore. I think a lot yeah. of people do talk about it or like try to think about it themselves. I think it's more about normalizing it, yeah. Uh, you know, in your own in your own content and in the people that you deal with and stuff, and and just like your life. Yeah, one
1: example is uh, they did a new. Um, Show segment when I was filming with Bart last time, and they called uh-huh. it the, the hot seat. And, and they just—I didn't even know what was happening. They just whipped a seat out behind me, and they said, "All right, sit down." And they started drilling me, uh-huh. and then uh, jokes and masturbation jokes uh-huh. and this jokes, and we're just flying, flying. And then someone asked like a serious question. I was like, "Are right, you want me to ask that like serious now?" And they're comedians. Right. I mean, I'm surrounded by five comedians. Yeah. And then I opened up a little bit, just about stuff we've talked about too—death or yeah, thoughts yeah. or mental health or whatever. And then at the end of the episode, when the and they all like took it serious too, and they started asking like more questions, and got a little more serious. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and these are all dudes, mm-hmm. one, two, yeah, five dudes, right? And all five dude comedians putting this content on YouTube in twenty twenty one. Mm-hmm. We rewind this ten years ago, and they're <laughs> they're going to be calling me names. YouTube comments are going to rip me for being a pussy. Yeah, you know, like it's, it's just so different. I go to the YouTube comments. Everyone's like supportive. Like, wow, that's crazy. You guys talked about that. Wow, it's really cool to see. You know, six dudes kind of talk about that. Like, it is, it is a different time, uh, and space for some of that. So maybe we do explore it a little more.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think that the big thing is not the talking about it is what to do about it. Yeah. Like from a personal standpoint, people need to do stuff about it. Yeah. Right? I, I'm bummed that you, that's, that somebody's depressed or sad or, or whatever, and they or they're experiencing something. Man, the man, the real bummer is people who 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 are legitimately mentally ill as opposed to just, you know, going through shit, going through shit and, uh, and have no, they can really struggle to try to make things better and, and, and experience a lot of setbacks around it. But if, if what you're saying is I feel depressed, but you're not doing anything about, about, being depressed, and you're not somebody. You're somebody who's situationally depressed, or, 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 whatever. If you're not doing something about it, then there's kind of no point in talking about it.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel because like there's nothing we can do either to help people really, no, other than exposure no, no. and like be vulnerable ourselves <clears throat> uh, or try to bring experts that something will trigger. Because yeah, there's no answer to it. I think the biggest thing for me, even going back to some of the other questions, like what have you realized over the last couple of years or learned or whatever, yeah. it's like a lot of it is that like. Everyone is, like, fucked up. Everyone's trying. Some people are shit people, but the majority of people are just kind of fucked up and figuring it out on their own as well. And so I think, yeah, at least talking about it or having some experts on here... Um, slowly makes it slightly more relatable because as soon as you start to go through something, whatever it is, death yeah. or, or depression or anything, you do feel insanely isolated. And that's why you tend to isolate yourself. Like, damn, dude, no one understands me. Right. No one's ever had this. And no, no one's been through the exact thing you've been through, but people have been through similar-ish and people do feel shitty. Other people have woken up with a cloud over their head for months like you're not... Uh, it's just like corny at this point, but it's true. Like you're not alone. Like everyone does go through some things and, and some are much more drastic um, than others. And some people feel harder than others, uh, but um, we all are having this weird human experience uh, together. And it's just weird that as communal as you are or as, as, as verbal as you are or as much therapies you go through, you do always just see the world there. Mm-hmm. It's the world and then it's you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's never like human human. You never like so feel connected. It's always world me. And how do I navigate this bullshit?
0: Right. I am. This is always a particularly difficult time of year for me. Um, um, This is the time of year that we recognized, you know, in 2008 that my mom was dying. Um, My best friend passed away on. uh, Pearl Harbor Day in in the next year, um, my dad died in September, but my both my parents' birthdays were in 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 December. Yeah, yeah. Just my, reminders everywhere. My mom died the day after Christmas. You know, I, it's just the time of year that like I'm a little yeah, I'm always a little mm-hmm. bit more sensitive, and I happened on this uh, um, Instagram and I, I'll link it. I don't remember the guy's um, thing, but he's like he was based in Canada and I think maybe he's in the U.S. now. Um, but he's the guy that stands out on the street corner oh, with the yeah, yeah. signs yeah, yeah. I seen him on TikTok or something Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, been on, he's I think he's bigger on TikTok like come give a hug or seen. something yeah, yeah yeah the hug guy Yeah yeah I just bawled through one yeah, yeah. of those just like cuz uh, some of the some of the things people say is really yeah like heartening That's the thing yeah, that gets you it's yeah. like yeah you're you're in pain but what i want to do it's like he said you know i you know i you're a good person i love you whatever yeah, whatever yeah. but what you want to say is go get some help Yeah don't yeah, yeah. let this be the only time that someone affirms you, the only time you get to talk about how you actually feel. Don't let this be the only time. Yeah, but even
1: that's hard, right? Yeah. You tell someone to go get help. They're not going to do it. It's just like diet. You can tell someone to deadlift, you can what do they say? <laughs> Uh, lead a horse to water, water, but yeah. you can't make them drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you
0: can't ever make anybody do anything, but you can sometimes be in the right position to suggest what people might do, yeah. and they might actually go along with it. But
1: yeah, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, that's a I don't know the answer, and obviously no one does, otherwise the world would be a much happier place. But y'all, yeah, I think, is you you share experiences and share uh, the truth out there, and see so you can connect. so see, you can uh, at least semi relate. I'm gonna vote that we. Put this one to bed. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. New episodes every Wednesday. Uh, probably a movie review or something on the way soon. Um, appreciate you, appreciate you. Travel safe in these holidays if you guys run around the, the country or the world. Uh, 3sb.co. Hopefully some clothes coming out soon. Stay tuned on uh, our Instagrams and Twitters and things, and you'll know. Uh, and I'm Silent Mike everywhere you
0: want to find me. I am at the Jim McD on all the social media. Show is fifty percent facts, where percent is a word and fifty is just numbers. And um, hopefully, in the relatively near future, um, we have a, a movie review with what I would term a mega guest, and uh, I think everybody will be shocked that we're talking about this movie, but probably not shocked that it, that it's with this person. Maybe um, anyway, we'll talk to you next week.